Join the conversation with the Morning Majlis, Pulse 95. Well, good morning. Welcome back onto the Morning Majlis. We are talking all things Sinopharm vaccine because it is it is going to be manufactured in the United Arab Emirates. So much has been happening. In August, we had the phase three clinical trials uh, in the country. And then in December, we finally launched the COVID-19 vaccine uh, developed by Sinopharm and G42 Healthcare here in the United Arab Emirates uh, to launch it for public use. There's lots of questions. Lots of people have been t- sending us their questions on 4215, DMing us on Pulse95 Radio, also tweeting us using the hashtag Ask Majlis. Uh, and uh, let's start off by welcoming uh, our spokesperson and guest this morning, uh, Chief Research Officer at uh, G42 Healthcare, Dr. Walid Zahir. A very good morning to you, Dr. Walid. Good morning to you as well. Uh, thank you very much for hosting me. Delighted to be here. Well, it certainly is a pleasure to have you on air with us. Now, let's start talking about Sinopharm. Let's start easy. Sinopharm vaccine being developed in the United Arab Emirates, being manufactured as well. Uh, talk to us about, is it going to be very different to how it's manufactured in China? Uh, what is the purpose of having it manufactured here? Is it going to get to get us more easy access to the vaccine? What's happening there? Uh, okay, so uh, this vaccine is an inactivated vaccine. Uh, as we all know, inactivated vaccines uh, works by teaching the body immune system how to make antibodies against coronavirus. Uh, this form of vaccine, uh, it had been tested for the past 50 to 60 years and it had been proven to be safe. Uh, our plans is to uh, manufacture the same vaccine that is manufactured in China. Uh, there will be no change. It's the same one that was used in the clinical trials. It's the same one that would have been used in the emergency authorization. And hopefully soon we have a vaccine that is made in UAE. Okay. Now, uh, the other question that people have is when can I take it? Um, so uh, so let's say, for example, I'll give you my personal example. I got diagnosed with COVID-19 in, in September. I thought I've got the natural vaccine. I'm perfectly fine now. Do I need to take this Sinopharm vaccine and do I have to wait a certain period before I can take this uh, vaccine? Uh, so what is the general protocol that a person like myself, 30-year-old, average Joe, average job, and uh, no, uh, thankfully no other medical complications, should I go in and wait in line uh, and get the, uh, get the vaccine done? Uh, the answer is yes. Uh, natural immunity is good, but it's not good enough. Uh, we need uh, the immunity from vaccines to have enough protection against uh, the disease and enough protection against the severe forms of the disease. Uh, so even if you have antibodies, uh, it's recommended that you take the vaccine to ensure that you have enough immunity. Uh, Dr. Walid, it is known that the primary health requirements to get the COVID-19 vaccine include one must be over 18 years of age, have stable um, blood pressure and heart heart rate, must not have taken other uh, vaccines, and also women must not be pregnant. And this is the point that I want to get to. Why is it not safe for, for pregnant women to take this vaccine? In other words, does it have any proteins or substances that might be harmful uh, for, for the female and, and the 
baby because we heard murmurs of the COVID-19 vaccine causing infertility. Um, it has a spike protein called syncytine 1, which is essential for the creation of placenta. So the vaccine is training the female body to attack this protein. Can you clear that concern up, please? Uh, okay. So uh, first, as you correctly said, it's, it's a rumor. Uh, it, it has no scientific basis. The vaccine should be safe. The thing is, all drug development has to go through certain meticulous criteria to prove its safety, even if the technology itself is safe. Uh, so what I mean here is that we have tried it on healthy adults. We haven't tried it on pregnant women. So while we know that it's safe, but we need to conduct uh, some uh, clinical trials on pregnant women or, as you said, on children that are uh, younger than 15 years of age, for example, to ensure that what we think is safe is actually safe. And uh, one of the challenges of covering the story and communicating it with an audience is uh, trying to go th- trying to explain some of the medical terms used. And if you could help us with that, uh, based on the studies conducted, the trials here in the United Arab Emirates, the Sinopharm vaccine was found to be 86% effective. Mm. Could you tell us what exactly that means? Is it effective at preventing mild symptoms or effective at preventing COVID-19 in the first place? So the 86% uh, announced in the UAE or the 80% announced in China is the percentage of people that do not get the disease and hence we call it the efficacy it's the how do you measure a vaccine how could it prevent people from getting the disease at the first place uh, there is another endpoint or a measure which is called prevention from the mild or from the moderate or severe cases of the disease and that percentage goes up to 98 percent so the in other words the there are 80% or 86% chance that you will never get the disease if you take the vaccine. But there is a 98% chance that even if you got the disease, you're only going to get a very mild form of it. You will never get the moderate or the severe case of it. You will never need to go to the hospital. It will be an asymptomatic form of the disease. And uh, another concern about the vaccine is regard is with regards to side effects. So could you elaborate on some of the risks, the possible minor or major side effects that people might have? There's also a concern that people without pre-existing conditions might be vulnerable to those side effects. Could you elucidate on that, please? Uh, because this vaccine is done in the traditional uh, way of doing vaccines, which have been tested before, uh, the side effects that comes from the Sinopharm vaccines are the same side effects you get when you're taking a flu shot. Uh, it's, it's, it ranges from a mild fever to some pain at the injection site, some fatigue on the first day, but that's about it. There are no major side effects. There are no uh, major drawbacks of taking the vaccine. Uh, you can just compared to a normal flow shot that everyone takes. It is safe to be taken in people with comorbidity. So if someone has diabetes or hypertension, uh, if someone is having a chronic disease, it's still safe because the platform that this vaccine is made of is safe. And based on statements uh, issued from other vaccine manufacturers, for instance, uh, Pfizer and also uh, people who develop uh, policy, 
around the world. They're saying if you receive the vaccine, you still need to wear masks and practice social distancing and avoid crowds. I'd like to ask you, when you get vaccinated, does that block the spread of COVID-19? And do you still need to carry out those precautionary measures? Uh, the answer is yes, you have to continue all the measures of social distancing and personal hygiene. Uh, vaccines are expected to decrease uh, dramatically the spread of COVID-19, but it doesn't mean that we should have, uh, we should give away the social distancing and washing the hands and not being in the crowd because that's also an added measure. And as per the WHO, we have to do both together to ensure that we can have a successful end to the pandemic. And uh, Dr. Walid, people who are keen to get the vaccine are mainly split up into two groups. Uh, one group that prefers Sinopharm vaccine and the other one prefers Pfizer, which is available in Dubai right now. So can you tell us the pros of, of Sinopharm as opposed to Pfizer and what is the difference between them really? Honestly, the difference is how they are made mm. and how uh, we can say that uh, Sinopharm is made again uh, uh, in that traditional safe way. Uh-huh. Uh, Pfizer is a good vaccine. Uh, both of them are good. Both of them have good efficacy uh, and uh, safety profile. We encourage people to take a vaccine. Could it be any vaccine? If you want to take Pfizer, please take Pfizer. If you want to take Sinopharm, please take Sinopharm. Mm. But what we are asking people to do is to take a vaccine. Please mm. take a vaccine. Let it be whatever you want to be. Uh, we are uh, uh, co-developing the Sinopharm vaccine. We know that it's safe. We have brought it for I think we've lost you slightly that there. reason. Yeah. But we are asking people. Oh. Uh-oh technical glitches over there just there let's hope they are getting fixed if the network issues uh, remain uh, predominant there hopefully it should be cleared up by now but the message is loud and clear take the vaccine yeah, get it get it done so yeah. dr Walid, if I, i've got another question for you coming in from one of our listeners uh, mariam she says i've got stents in my heart and i'm a heart patient am i am i safe to take the vaccine um, what, I know we've touched upon this, but just to clarify it again, uh, for other medical complications, diabetes, be it heart disease, be it other uh, issues, mental health issues as well, that's also another concern that people have had. Um, are we all safe to take it, even if you've got those uh, conditions? The general answer is yes. Okay. You are safe to take the vaccine. But uh, I would, for, 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 for specifically the case that you asked, I would ask the patient to ask her doctor to clear her to take the vaccine. Generally speaking, if you are allowed to take a flu vaccine, with the Sinopharm vaccine, it should be the same. Okay. Uh, I cannot talk about Pfizer vaccine, but for the, the uh, Sinopharm vaccine, it acts similarly to a flu vaccine. And I think heart uh, patient uh, uh, are allowed to take flu vaccines. Okay. And again, uh, for people who contracted COVID-19 before, uh, should they take the vaccine or it's not or required? Is there, or is there or a gap? Because there's a lot of thought of a 90-day mm. gap window that they should take. Uh, uh, that's at least what I've been told. Uh, uh, and and is, that, is that correct? Or, or mm. where do we stand on that? Uh, I think it's better to take a vaccine, just to be sure, because natural immunity varies while the immunity acquired from a vaccine is kind of a stable one. Mm-hmm. So people can get the COVID-19, but they can get variable amounts of antibodies, 
sometimes it's not enough to prevent the disease. Sometimes it's good enough. So it's better to just be on the safe side and take a vaccine. Mm. Okay. Another question that's come in from Maggie. Uh, does the vaccine protection work for a few months or lifetime protection? How long would the effects last? And how long should we keep topping up? And would it be an issue, let's say, if I went for Sinopharm right now, and then I did my two doses, and then I was traveling to, let's say, Belgium, Germany, and they only have Pfizer to, for the top-up if I need to. Uh, is that going to cause any issues with taking two different types of variants in, in a few years down the line? So this is a two-sided question. So mm. the, the first side is uh, we, we have no... The, the vaccine now works uh, as uh, for, for more than six or seven months, which is the time that we have started the clinical trials. Mm. We know that it works for at least half a year. Okay. We need to complete the clinical trial to understand how long the immunity lasts. But for now, it lasts for at least half a year to one mm. year. Uh, could it be seasonal? Is it a lifetime vaccine? We'll have to do more studies to, to know that. That's the first part. The second part, uh, yes, you can take a vaccine top up or you can take a booster dose or you can take another vaccine, provided that there is enough time between the two vaccines. That for now, people who have taken uh, Sinopharm or Pfizer vaccine or any other form of vaccine are encouraged to just stick with that vaccine for now. Mm. Uh, most probably they have enough antibodies in their body to just um, prevent them from acquiring the disease or the moderate or severe forms of the disease. Um, maybe in the second or third quarter of next year, uh, maybe they need to do another antibody testing to check if they have still enough antibodies in the decline, did it increase. But for now, people are safe for the next six months to one year when they take a vaccine. Yeah, and... Uh... Aside from uh, pregnant women, are there any groups, uh, segments with pre-existing conditions that are advised not to take the vaccine? Uh, with the Sinopharm vaccine, almost everybody can take the vaccine. Again, I emphasize on the fact that it's done in a the traditional method, which allows it to be safe for everyone. So even people who have had major surgeries, people who have had major heart disease. Allergies? Uh, allergies, uh, they can still take the vaccine. I cannot talk about the other vaccine because it's done in another platform yeah. that yeah. haven't been tried before. But for the Sinopharm vaccine, uh, the, the general rule, if, if you can take a flu vaccine, you can take the Sinopharm vaccine. Hmm. So it, with the new strain of coronavirus circulating uh, elsewhere across the globe, uh, will the COVID-19 vaccine of a Sinopharm work for, for the strain, the new strain of coronavirus? So, is there scientific so the, data on that? Again, the the way how Sinopharm um, vaccine is made, it's mm. made by having the whole virus in the culture and then killing it and introducing it as a vaccine. Mm. When it comes to new, the other vaccines work by having a subunit or a part of the protein introduced into the, into the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Theoretically speaking, the inactivated or whole virus uh, vaccines have a much better success chance in, in adapting to the new mutation because you have the whole virus there, not only mm. a part of it. So most probably the Sinopharm vaccine will work on the new mutation, but we are currently doing studies to confirm that.
Okay. Well, it does sound very interesting. Now, another question. I know this is going to be a little bit of a curveball question. Uh, it's human nature. We're never satisfied with all the answers. And uh, and uh, whenever we do get a, a, a solution, we try to counter-question that as well. Another question that might have been popping out, I'm pretty sure you might have faced it. A lot of people saying, oh, it was released so quickly. The vaccines mm-hmm. were introduced very quickly. Is there enough clinical data that has been introduced for us to be to, to alleviate our concerns? Is there a, a to, to alleviate those concerns of people saying there's no cl- clinical data? Are we going to be releasing such clinical data in the near future? Is there a timeline uh, when people or all the pharmaceutical companies will say we need to complete these many months of clinical trials to be able to show you the data uh, from all the trials that we've done? Is there a set policy or a guideline that uh, we have to follow? Usually in drug development, uh, development of drugs or vaccines take a long time. But because of the pandemic situation, uh, uh, the manufacturers have uh, done the clinical trial in the most efficient way to ensure that we reach results as soon as possible. Uh, most of the manufacturers have released their data, uh, including uh, Pfizer and Sinopharm and, uh, and, and Moderna. Uh, the data so far is very good and hopefully soon. Uh, the trials will be concluded and most of the trials are uh, set up to be up to one year so for the Sinopharm vaccine the trial is uh, scheduled to end in july next year because we have started in july 2020 by that time we will have to complete the uh, set of data okay. for now we have what we call the preliminary or interim analysis data and this is what deemed the vaccine safe and effective and this is why we recommended it both for the emergency authorization and for the product registration in in many countries. And uh, last question related back to the UAE. If we're going to start manufacturing it here, is there a set target or is there a figure that you, maybe you can touch upon that we'll, we say we'll have the capacity uh, to produce uh, these many doses in a, in a day or in a month? Or is that still too early to determine that? Uh, the final plans is being set right now. But yes, this is a pandemic. And as we uh, went uh, with the clinical trials and we concluded it, uh, uh, we're going to conclude it next year uh, or or this year. (laughs) We are still at the beginning of this year. So uh, the manufacturing plans are the same. We are uh, planning to be up and running in in the next few months. And our capacity will be whatever is going to be enough to supply the United Arab Emirates and the region. Uh, until then, we, uh, we had enough vaccines uh, to cover the whole population if needed within, within the United Arab Emirates. Wow, okay. That's an interesting fact to take. So we have enough vaccines for the time being, for the entire population, if we were to do a mass vaccination drive. Well, that's very, uh, very, very positive news to take back. And Dr. Walid, you've handled our questions really well. There have been a lot of questions for you. And thank you very much for your time uh, this morning and certainly has uh, helped in alleviating our concerns. And I hope uh, uh, you've you've enjoyed uh, answering most of them. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you very, much. very much. Well, that was Dr. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. This, this was Dr. Walid Zahir, uh, Chief Research Officer at G42 Healthcare. If you've missed out on this discussion, uh, don't worry because this will go up on our podcast page as soon as possible and you'll be able to catch up with that discussion. So thank you for joining us once again. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all your questions.